What do we got? What was the name of that movie? Won't You Be My Neighbor? <laughs> okay. Is that so, how we're going to start this off? We're just going to like dig right in it? We're not going to like, no like foreplay or nothing? I just am oh not... Tell Tyler about the 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 tweens in front of the uh, the theater the other day. We got the tickets. So she's feeding me lines, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we're in the same room. What so... is this reality yes, TV? And? I mean, <laughs> I mean the reality is, you know, they actually pay people good money to to like design people's all right, offices. All right, so <laughs> there's a reason why the seats higher, the desk is higher. And you're the boss. But so, you're higher. What does that make lowest. you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the face of the totem pole. When when we were setting up all the we mics, all need a solid foundation, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> when we were setting up all the mics, I uh, it reminded me. I I worked for a really cool guy in Massachusetts. Uh, he was a town manager of Sawgrass at one point, and um, him and I used to really talk closely to one another and uh, he was discussing why his office was designed the way that it was and he says that if if you're ever in front of an asshole you always know because their desk is dead center it's overly obnoxiously huge it always sits up higher everything on their side of the room sits higher and everything else sits lower in his office his desk was like up against the wall much like this one is actually and he had a round table and he had shelves with books in it. And that said that he was open to moving forward and learning new things. And that was cool. But when, That's I was what setting up the bridge, when, yeah. when we were setting this all up, I, it reminded me of that. It's like, I look like a fucking princess in here. We're establishing <laughs> dominance. <laughs> the real power move. <laughs> <laughs> it's really because it's really actually designed this way because the place is so small that when you we look to take in this direction, off. it pulls your eye up. No. But it's. Do you want me to talk about the kids now? <laughs> <laughs> kids aren't right. <laughs> Yesterday, we went to pick up this fancy recording equipment here that almost caught Tyler's face on fire no. earlier. <laughs> Not like I have a beard or anything that's extremely flammable. <laughs> <laughs> and that that uh, mesh nylon, basically pantyhose Yeah, it's just going to be a cone material. of fire coming straight out. <laughs> oh, man. So we went, we got the equipment for this wonderful podcast and we went and picked up movie tickets for Won't You Be My Neighbor? Yeah. And uh, down at the Nickelodeon here in Santa Cruz. And there was these two girls sitting out on the stoop. I had to go to the bathroom. So Tanya was outside waiting in the sunlight and I was inside doing my business. And (laughs) I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, doing as I do, killing time while Julie poops across America and uh poops across America. (laughs) (laughs) And and who needs to build a wall? (laughs) I'm I'm, you know, spaced out on my phone. I'm doing my thing. You know, I did notice these girls. They were very uh very trendy. They were cute. They were they were all that I probably was really honestly at that age it was definitely cute and definite definite and and uh i i begin to like really become saturated with their conversation because they were i don't know between the ages of 18 and maybe Maybe 20 20 yeah 
Not um, very old. They looked like they were 12, but they were probably <laughs> buying beer illegally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, <laughs> so I'm, I'm listening to this conversation and, and, and all of a sudden the girl gets up and she's like kind of digging in the other girl's ear and she's like, well, I don't know. It kind of looks like it's closed up a bit. And I'm like, oh, okay. I kind of, I remember this type of conversation. Yeah. Being a girl from the 90s, you know, we would get the old ice cube and just pierce as much as skin you had available and you'd have piercings, right? So yeah. I'm listening to this go by and and she was like well it looks like there's a tiny bit of skin there i might be able to break through now mind you the sun is like directly on them and it's been kind of toasty here lately and i'm pretty sure yeah. it's like the perfect case scenario for some sort of weird bacteria buildup <laughs> yep not the most sanitary conditions Maybe i should be alarmed that a pus bag's gonna fly my way <laughs> i mean it is middle of the day <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> All right, my pop filter. It is in broad daylight in Santa Cruz, where the wind is blowing. <laughs> I mean, there's that. Any so, any amount of thing could be picked up. Yeah. The endless possibilities. So she's like, wants to prove to her friend that she can take this this pain. So she's like, yeah, just just go ahead and stick it through. And she's like, are you sure? Because she's like, judgment tells me this is not a good idea yeah. right now. Everything my parents taught me says. Yeah. Don't take there's a lot soon. of red flags going up right now. <laughs> So it's at this moment that I look up and I realize the girls that are working the booth are now full on looking at this. They've got their phones up, most likely recording these events because that's the kind of day we and live in. And they tell yeah. their friends and their friends. And they tell two friends and they tell their friends and so on and so on and so on. Uh, having a jolly time. And so the girl begins to like push this thing through the other girl's ear and she's like oh 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 and, and then she's like i can't i can't ow that hurt <laughs> so she's like i can't do that and blah 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 and she was like i don't know i don't know why i took out the other earring so soon and i should have left it alone it was like whole, this whole thing and i was like um can i ask a question <laughs> and they were both just like <laughs> what do you want old lady <laughs> <laughs> i was like what what are you trying to accomplish well, I got this ear pierced, and then I took my 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 my, my earrings in that like were supposed to keep the hole open, and like this is like a real conversation in 2018. That's what year this is, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and so now like you know I, it closed prematurely. I was like, um, I'm sure they have ice. Go get some ice. Go get some ice, and then she can just pop it back through. And she was like, No, actually, I like the pain. <laughs> I was like. Well, Oh, okay, because a minute ago it sounded more like ow, ow in the hot sun. But if you want to get this thing opened up, you should probably get up and, you know, I, look, don't look at me like that. Look, Mr. Rogers, you know, look, I'm trying to do you a solid. I'm trying to do you a favor. That's a real thing. That's a real yeah. conversation that took place. Um, and so at this point, Julie comes back and, and, and I'm thinking to myself at the same time, nobody's experienced more pain in the piercing department than Julie because Julie's tongue used to be pierced. And then she had surgery. And, and it then, closed up in like four hours. Oh, geez. Yeah, it was the like mouth totally... is an amazing thing, yeah. come to find out. That yeah. thing likes to heal quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes sense. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, that's done. But then to get it. So then in her infinite wisdom, she was like, well, I'm going to go get this pierced again. And everybody was like, that's going to hurt really bad because it's going to go through now scar tissue and julie's like well this has kind of become a part of her identity at this point so she's felt naked without it so she wouldn't have it redone and it hurt really bad oh, it so bad because no. it was like like the exact same spot they didn't go like a different route it was like Just exact, exact straight same through. spot oh. i was like oh my god because the first time 
I did it like my mouth wasn't swollen or anything. Like I didn't have like a. Yeah. <laughs> the second time I was all like, <laughs> <laughs> and I ended up taking it out because it just never healed right the second time because I had already had that. Yeah. Maybe had I like let it go for a while beforehand, but but I was like yeah. instant redo. Yeah. <laughs> So I get up and I'm like, Julie, thank God you're done shitting because like my life is literally shit out here right now. This is this is totally sucking when listening to these charming young ladies and the future of America. (laughs) And as I get up, the one girl sees that her friend's a little butt burned because she's obviously made a fucking giant fool out of herself. So she goes, well, if you had all those piercings before, why don't you have them now? I was like, jobs you're one day going to have to get jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Welcome to society. Yep. <laughs> but I just thought to myself, I was like, what was the fascination with, no, 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 I want to feel the, the the pain. You know, I mean. I, I'm cool. I'm edgy. I mean, I've been I'm around people emo. whose thing was, was to like hang from hooks, which is, by the way, is insane. Like, like that's not cool either. I'm not saying that's cool, but like, what's that called? Suspension. Or... Suspension is stupid. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I know. I think that's what they call it, like rope play and stuff like that. When people like they'll tie like knots around like a whole body and then suspend themselves from. The, or the people who actually like I've the seen ones, yeah, the ones with the skin. The yeah, I don't know Ugh. what that is. That's like she said, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably suspension ism of sorts. I mean, it's totally crazy that I was like, here you guys are fresh faces. Yeah, well, it's okay. Their their frontal cortex is still forming, so they're just they're well, fucking... not if they're vegans. <laughs> it's, it's already stopped. <laughs> you have to put something in it to make it work. Nope. Suspenders for men. <laughs> Suspension for men. I like where this is headed because yep. you know some poor bastard is trying to reorder his fucking suspenders right now. He's just stumbling on the thing that you're looking for and is like, Jesus you're fuck, throw what's off going the on algorithm. In the <laughs> it's called body modification. Body mod. When they're hanging though? I know you can like put like metal in your body like permanently. It's just called suspension body modification. Huh. Hmm. Jump to body suspension is is the act of suspending a human body from hook that have been put through the skin. Yep. Totally looking at it. Gonna barf. (laughs) (laughs) Regrets were made. Why did I open up the image tab? What the fuck? (laughs) At least your pop filter hurried up and moved out of the way. I can see that. Uh, I love how your your pop filter just kind of... (laughs) Alright, well, I guess I'm not having a pop filter, so if you have extra plosives, pop, pop, pop Pop filters. filters. (laughs) Wonder Twin Powers. Wonder Twin Powers! Shape of pop filter. (laughs) Form of sparking mic. (laughs) Yes, audience, you missed it before. We rented some equipment, hence the uh, children at the movie theater. And somebody apparently rolled over this or hit it with a hatchet. (laughs) Created a sparking hazard. So uh, we'll return that one with note. Uh... But yeah, these kids were definitely the finest of, I mean, someone's mom was proud, but I don't think it was their mom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what was scary was that they were both pretty savvy for their age. I think they were pretty oh, yeah, savvy they, they all, were all the way around. And I, I think that they were, I, I'm not trying to say that they're not intelligent, but it's um, it's interesting to be 40 something and starting to experience ageism. No. And um, that's okay. Go ahead and 
pierce your ear in the middle of the sun on a windy day in, in Santa front Cruz. Of a, like, even independent the, theater. <laughs> <laughs> like even in the nineties, I wouldn't have never have done that. Like yeah. I would rather go to Claire's boutique. <laughs> I mean the only the, the only people that ever like pierced anything to and you know that actually is funny that I'm thinking about this is because the one girl was like, Well, when I got my nipple done the first time and she was like, Maybe what we should have done was like shoot shot them both at the same time because it hurt really bad the second time i was like like, she's like because you know the adrenaline's gone i was like uh yeah it was a really (laughs) bizarre i mean like we were we were all having like a friendly conversation how did this happen (laughs) why am i here (laughs) is this my life wasn't i just getting mr rogers movie tickets that is awesome the crazy thing is is i was thinking to myself the only people that ever pierced anything and didn't use ice was like the guys who would pierce their nipples with safety pins oh i remember that do you remember that yeah i I remember guys doing it Uh, yeah Tyler's like, I did not partake. It was not my thing. I did not smoke that joint. guys. He's like, <laughs> he was like, like no. I got my Prince Albert, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. Done. That's all I needed. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> One <Yeah>. and done. <laughs> wow, Tyler. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those, like, I just feel everything just kind of, like, retreating like, back into my body. <laughs> I mean, he was a little red in here because it's kind of, it's it's warm in the, in the sweat box, but you are full-on red now. Sweat box, Because <laughs> I'm physically studio. uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You told us how penises and do not grow last episode. Yeah. <laughs> but if they did, you could just hear it clang. Yeah. Clang, 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 clang with the trolley. Ding, 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 with my balls. Yeah. So, all right, that's out of control. So, I guess, so for my fuck, Mary kill, I was thinking I would throw, I, I'd throw some girls a bone. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> and and I, I think I got, I, you know, they're hot. I think these are hot women. They're middle age. I will say they're older than me, above 40, so I can still feel good about myself in my high chair. <laughs> uh, I was thinking Fuck Mary Kills should be Sharon Stone, because mm-hmm. who doesn't like a Mensa woman, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to make you feel dumber like a smarter woman. <laughs> or just a woman in general. <laughs> well, I'm stupid all the time. <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. And... I I was gonna throw Madonna in there, but Madonna's not a real blonde. No. So we all know where that would be headed. So we'll have to do Charlize Theron. Is she a real blonde? I don't know. She's South African. You wanna Google challenge it? Well, after my last Google image search, <laughs> I would be much happier to see. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna change up my search history real quick. <laughs> it's too bad Madonna's not a real blonde, because my favorite thing to hear from people is, oh, she's so old. Because my favorite thing to do is to go, you know, she should just kill herself. <laughs> and they go, that's harsh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, listen to yourself. Yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah. Not that you have to like her music. If you genuinely don't like her as an artist, that's cool. But because she's old is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's like so stupid. <laughs> Uh, I think I don't know. We're gonna just pretend that she is because I can't. I can't find anything that says the drapes match the carpet. <laughs> uh, it says eye color blue, hair color blonde. So yeah, today she is. <laughs> well, all right. So we got Sharon Stone. But wait a minute, maybe Kate Blanchett's not a real blonde. 
I think she is. You know, I saw an interview with her. She looked more like a strawberry blonde. A blonde is a blonde. Right? Yeah, <laughs> is that what we're doing? No. Well, what about dirty blonde? Is Madonna a dirty blonde or is she just... She's, no, she's, she's Italian. She's, she's Italian. She doesn't have blonde hair. There's not a, a real blonde hair on her body. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm willing to do some research if necessary. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Searching I'll take over the team, guys. <laughs> Let me just pull up incognito real quick. <laughs> I think Kate Blanchett actually might be a redhead. Oh. oh. Tyler's like, hello. <laughs> Sign me up. Evolution of hair. I don't know. I can't figure it out. Tyler, can you figure it out? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, her head shaved here, it looks like blonde hair. I think blonde we should start shaved. introducing Echo into this. I mean, if Amazon's taken over the world, I'm going to fucking help them. <laughs> all right. We're going to say they're all real blondes. Yep. Just, <laughs> For the just, sake just, of moving along the podcast, yeah, we're going to say that... Uh, it take a lot of deep dives into... This is the, like, the Blonde Ambition Tour. Yeah. Of... We don't need to be spending all this time on TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we got? We got... Kate Blanchett, not Madonna, because we've decided <laughs> that bitch doesn't have a blonde hair on her body. <laughs> Charlize Theron. Is that how you say her name? Is it Theron? Theron? I would say Theron. Theron. I think it's Theron. No. You know, that I don't chick. know. There's three different ways to say it on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Sharon Stone. And I, I kind of was thinking about Sharon Stone because we touched on Sharon Stone a little bit. Cause she... We touched Sharon Stone? No, I mean... Hello. Hey. <laughs> Why was I not invited? <laughs> well, you were invited to the beaver shot conversation. <laughs> uh, okay, Tyler, do you want to go first? I think I would marry Kate Blanchett. I always really liked. I always thought she's just she's stunning to begin with. She's secretly a redhead. Yeah, and that's and she's that's, secretly a redhead. And that could be the total <laughs> that's, that's, reason. That's, why. that's the kicker right there. Yeah, and I really liked. She was in the Thor Ragnarok, and she was really good in that. She was in what? She was uh, the villain in Thor, oh, Thor. the new Thor okay. movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. We gotta watch that. Yeah. No to self. It's, self. it's really good. Tyler's like bitches get shit done. Darling, you have no idea what's possible. <laughs> yep. So yeah, I'd marry her, Charlie's Throne. I'd have, yeah, I'd fuck. <laughs> I'd fuck Charlie's Throne because again, gorgeous. Not, not actually. She's one of those like ra- like actors that is like highly underrated. Like for all the stuff she does, she's like every time I see her, it's like oh she's really good. But you don't see her pop up in like really big big movies. Yeah, she is kind of uh, overlooked in a certain. You know what sense, movie which is I really funny. liked her in? What was that movie where she was a double spy and she ended up falling in love with a German SS soldier? Uh, Do you remember that? That was a fucking crazy movie because they really did genuinely fall in love and because people thought she totally uh, went against the grain of why she was there to be a spy in the first place. Uh, when they when she was caught, the, the, like all the townspeople came and like beat this woman in an alley, and I think hmm. it was like based on a true story, which a, a lot of her movies tend to be yeah. in some capacity. Yeah, she, that's the thing I like about her too. She's really passionate about like like Life, movies and like people. Yeah, <laughs> she probably would have loved Mister Rogers. That's a good quality to have. Yeah, she's got her foundation. Uh, she was in Robot Chicken. I just saw that. That's really crazy. Look. That's awesome. <laughs> fuck, man. She was a spy, right? Oh, yeah. Sweet November. That was a weird movie. Did you guys see that? Mm-mm. No. 
it, it was her and Keanu Reeves and it like really like sparked a nerve with people. It was like almost unrealistic and it was slightly campy, but it was interesting that it, it did genuinely spark dialogue, which is why she's a pretty cool chick. It's like, I don't feel like it's on there. How could that not be possible? I can't even think of anybody that else that's in it. Oh, I forgot mm -hmm. she was in Kubo in the two strings. She was the voice of the monkey. A million ways to die in the West. That Seth MacFarlane venture. That was funny. That was actually, I actually Sarah enjoyed Silverman. it a lot more than I thought I was gonna. That's really weird. I can't find this movie. I know, it's like they wiped it out. It's like it disappeared. Yeah, this movie exists. Alright, well. Do we mess up the timeline again and things get changed? <laughs> right. Men of Honor? Once Honor, Stay Honor? That's definitely not it. It's not on here. So we need to move forward. It's been scrubbed from the annals of history. <laughs> it kind of seems like that. <laughs> uh, it was definitely before young adult. <laughs> no. If anybody out there knows that movie, please let us know. Uh, my turn for Fuck, Mary Kill. So what do we got? We got Sharon Stone, Charlize Theron. Theron. Uh, and Kate Blanchett. <sighs> well... Being with any of them kind of makes me feel dumb because they're way smart. <laughs> uh, I could tell a good fart joke. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to marry Charlize Theron because I'm going for Tyler's theory of the repeated fucks <laughs> a few episodes ago. Um, so I'm going Charlize Theron with repeated fucks throughout marriage. Repeated bonings. <laughs> multiple bonings. Multiple bonings. <laughs> wait, wait, maybe it was me who said multiple bonings. <laughs> I mean, that's a theme for you, yes. Well, uh, it's, it's wait, who were you killing? Uh, Watch of a Stone. Um, oh, Sharon oh, wait Stone. a minute. Yeah. 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 We, he didn't actually finish up. Well, he, I mean, it's by process of elimination. He's like, oh, no, I finished. Sharon Stone. <laughs> She's the one I, I know the least about, so <laughs> she gets to kill. Uh, the lack of lack of uh, yeah, when I don't know so much about them they usually get lumped in the kill category <laughs> nothing personal yeah just no <laughs> alright so I'm going for multiple bonings with Charlize Theron uh, and she knows Madonna so maybe she can you know no? help me out there's that connection <laughs> little side action <laughs> <laughs> she's like I'm not smart but I'm pretty fucking charming <laughs> uh, ding so Hmm. I mean, there's something to be said for that because Sharon Stone is Mensa. Mensa, yeah. And Kate Blanchett is just really incredibly smart as well. Kate Blanchett's probably Mensa also, but she hasn't done the task. She's Australian. British? No, she's Australian. Really? Mm -hmm. Hold on, I'm going to go. She's Australian. Sharon Stone's from the United States, I think, and like fucking like middle America or like. Like Montana or some shit. Yeah. Uh, She's just a corn girl. <laughs> yeah. She was an Australian teacher. No, her parents were a teacher. She was born in Melbourne. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Irish. <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right. So. I mean, does that change things or? Nah. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll just. Fuck Kate Blanchett so I can have fun down under. <laughs> <laughs> Come from a land down under. 
That's uh, and then I'll kill knife. Sharon Stone only because she's so smart it scares me. So <laughs> <laughs> she is scary smart. I I saw her do an interview on Conan and um she looked him dead in the eyes in the middle of the interview and called him called him the snake's underbelly. And he ran away. He, he kind of almost did run away from his own TV show. Um <laughs> which is crazy because I kinda like Conan, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> You know what else is really interesting about her her degree of intelligence is before she got divorced, she was like in the midst of, I think, getting a divorce. She wasn't feeling well and phoned her then husband at the time who was away. Can I get a phone a friend? <laughs> <laughs> and was ca calling him and letting him know that she wasn't feeling well and was kind of looking for him to advise her on what to do, this high profile celebrity at the time. And he felt like it was her trying to like manipulate him or some some way because it was things were starting to split apart and like they did end up having a terrible divorce. He ended up having custody of the child and originally and whatnot. And uh, come to find out, she was having a series of strokes, hmm. and she ended up finally collapsing and crashing through. She cornetted. Heather's uh, <laughs> her fucking table and was found a considerable amount of time later i think by her her then husband at the time who was like oh maybe i should have took that more seriously and Sorry. she went to, went to the hospital and had to relearn everything all over again so not only is she mensa but she went from having her fucking brain completely so you're telling wiped me off. she's still smarter than me and she's had to press the restart button. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She she did. Yeah, she, definitely sorry, Sharon. She I did love an, you, girl, but she you did go. an interview one time where she did like a like a master class. If anybody's ever like seen like Oprah's master class or whatever, it's the the closest thing to modern Mr. Rogers as you can get. It's really cool. I highly recommend everybody see that. Yeah, that's good. So when she when she was discussing this experience that she had, she said her way of describing it was to have the one experience as a human being to be at that level and be like a phoenix rising from the flames because because she's still basically at that level. But um, it's kind of like when Deadpool got his legs back. <laughs> <laughs> Stumpy legs. <laughs> Except for its brain legs. <laughs> um. You know, I don't know. I mean, after that, I feel like I should marry, marry Sharon Stone, which really kind of goes against the grade for me a little bit. Well, I don't think so. I mean, you're pretty damn smart, so you guys can play oh. Trivial Pursuit for hours. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm terrible at Trivial Pursuit. I'm, I'm terrible at being put on the spot. Are you kidding? It's awful. Um, so maybe I'd have to think about it. No, she'd make me eat my own tongue off. I can't marry Sharon Stone. That's crazy. <laughs> Too intimidating. <laughs> Hi, lady. I gotta go. <laughs> you know who'd be good married marrying material? I think is Kate Kate Blanchett, though. She seems like a classy lady, right? You could get a dual she's funny citizenship and classy. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, dual citizenship. Yeah. Oh. I like kangaroos. <laughs> That's a good option. Yeah, I'm gonna marry Kate Blanchett, and then I think we've decided that Char that Charlie Theron is fuckable. I mean, oh yeah, with, oh, with yeah. hands down. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> And she does great things for the world. So no. she looks good in those Christian Dior commercials. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm all, I don't know what this perfume is, but I think I need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to buy that now. <laughs> and then I emptied the bottle and I was like, she wasn't in here. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's blatant false advertising. 
Uh, well, blondes yeah. do have more fun, apparently. But that movie does fucking exist. I don't know where the fuck that movie is, but that's a real thing. So We'll find it. Uh, we'll put uh, it in the show notes below. <laughs> yeah, but all this talk about Mr. Rogers. I mean, if you read the title of the podcast, you would know that this is our movie edition for the review of... Want you to be my neighbor? <laughs> I, was like, are you, are you, I was like, I keep wondering, like, is she forgetting the name of the movie this made times? Or? At this point, I do retain the name okay. of the movie. However, it's more fun to make you say, "Would you be my neighbor?" <laughs> I mean, get a little more concerned each time. Like, is she having a stroke? She's <laughs> <laughs> forgetting the name of the movie we saw. <laughs> Hold out your arms for us, real quick. <laughs> sure. Why is your face saggy? Yep. Oh man. My grandmother had a fucking stroke on the phone with me and argued with me about having a fucking stroke. I'm like, you're having a stroke. I don't have the same symptoms. And she kind of didn't. My no, grandma yeah, was... didn't slur. She It was like a light switch being turned on and off. So it was like she would talk, pause, and then she would just pick up where she left off. It was like yeah. it was like the movie Awakenings. So I don't know if anybody's ever seen that. Well, that's why um, what was interesting about the Mr. Rogers movie was they talked about how he took a break from making Mr. Rogers to do an adult show. Right. Which didn't didn't take off they didn't yeah it didn't take off but they didn't really talk about it everybody too much. very uncomfortable is what i gathered yeah, yeah. <laughs> but had mr rogers done adult episodes of what to do when you're having a stroke <laughs> step one On a very don't argue episode. with the person <laughs> yeah. who's trying to tell you you're having a stroke yeah. <laughs> step two I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Call nine one one, maybe. Yeah, now, that's really reaffirming that you might be having a stroke. <laughs> yeah, so there, that's a, that's a symptom that's not highly publicized. For so so for the forty people that listen. If somebody sounds like somebody's unplugging them and plugging them back in, call 911 because <laughs> they're having a stroke. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. There's a connection that's clearly not 100%. No. To this day, she she's just like, oh my God, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> no. She wasn't. That was the problem. <laughs> Yeah, I remember uh, when I was working at a coffee shop once, some guy was having a stroke and he kept like denying it. But even though you could see like one side of his body was not working and he was like, you could see the face and you could see like the he's starting to list that side. He like was just reaffirming that he was he was totally fine. The, Isn't the, that funny? Yeah. The, well, the the psych the psychology behind that, and this is what marketing loves, is that people hate to be wrong. They hate to be wrong, even under circumstances of near-death experience. They, that's really what it boils yeah. down to. It's a, it's a psychological sociology thing. And it's really stupid because you could die. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I also, I also wonder, like, especially in the case of a stroke, how much if like what part of the brain is being affected that they're not true. rationally there's, thinking. There's validity so. to that as well. I yeah. would agree with that. Yeah. Um, no, not having strokes. <laughs> Stop testing the water, Julie. It's kind of hot in here. Uh, so we went and we saw the Mr. Rogers documentary, Won't You Be Our My Neighbor, today at the Nickelodeon in Santa Cruz, minus the young children trying no to pierce themselves. Your ears. There was no piercing in yeah. the, in in the fact, theater. In fact, we were the youngest children in the theater. <laughs> I did notice that. It was very I, full. 
cool though. It, yeah. it, it was a pretty full it was surprising showing. Amount of crowd. But I, I, well, there's a lot of buzz around it now, and I think a lot yeah. of people are like checking it out now. To but see. Um, it's funny because I thought that we sat down and like every time I used to go to like something I really like excited about, I go and it's always me and all the cotton tops. <laughs> and I'm always like, <laughs> man, popcorn I, heads. <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, I'm always hanging out with. I'm like the old people stuff. Only I come old here, I'm like the younger like person. Like me, right? <laughs> yeah. But that's crazy because to be intelligent in this day and age either means you're old or there's something wrong with you <laughs> well there's not a lot of caring going on <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah i did notice that the i would say the theater was probably what 60 percent full yeah no, because yeah, it was it's funny. I mean, people were starting to bitch about wanting to sit on top of the screen. I mean, we had one woman who was like, I know I'm going to stick my ass in all three of your faces to get over there, but it's going to happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because you know, I could tell it was definitely an old crowd because everyone was sitting on the aisle seats on the as much as they could. Right? <laughs> I need to get up and go pee. I yep. need to be able to access it quickly. I pee every five minutes. So, that's yeah. my kind I mean, of thankfully people. it was it was fairly you know fairly tight i think it was like 90 minutes or something like that so it wasn't yeah. super long no it wasn't it wasn't too bad i mean overall i liked it i thought it was pretty good it was it was a good flowing documentary yeah, so it definitely kind of clipped along from one thing to the next yeah the next. that's the only thing i noticed cause like like we'll touch on this and we'll do this and we'll do that yeah it was it was good it was the progression of his life yeah and where he took his own he dedicated his entire life to children there are parents who bring their own kids in this world who don't even do that yeah, yeah. and was... he did that for an amazing number of people and it was daunting you know what it, you know what the movie reminded me of do you remember that uh don't worry be happy song <laughs> that guy fucking hates that song he fucking hates that song and you know what's kind of fucked up is that one of the last things that he did as a public service thing was a public service announcement to help children and guide families through 9-11. Yeah. And he Mr. had Rogers, to... Not, don't worry, be happy guy. <laughs> no, that guy's like, I'm fucking smoking pot and I don't ever want to hear that fucking song again. Uh, but Mr. Rogers was like, I don't even know what I'm doing this for. This is in vain. Like, that's what we did to him. That yeah, was that how was, we. That's that was how we paid him kind back. Kind of sad because, like, yeah, that 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 shot of him, like, you could see him psyching himself up to do it. Yeah, like he could see, like, a, you know, like I he was like, no, so literally, all hope is lost because Mr. Rogers has lost hope, and yeah. he was more stressed about that than trying to get that twenty million dollars. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, from the Senate hearing. What I did find a little too quick of a progression, but also maybe because it was too close to home for me was when he because like basically every tragedy he's helped children figure out a way to deal with it inadvertently probably helping the parents figure out how to deal with it because at that point in time tv was kind of something that you did your parents knew what you were watching more so totally, in the totally. 80s 70s yeah. and, and i would agree with that and their first their first episode was like 68 when teddy kennedy got shot and they talked about that but when they did the uh challenger yeah. When they when they talked about that, I was like, that was when like the tears started rolling for me. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because I, I remember that everyone kind of figured out what it was. You kind of heard an audible groan gasp in the audience. Yeah, so you know, like, people reacted. So like, upsetting to everybody. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I mean, because I am like so connected, connected yeah. to it. It it was like really upsetting and like seeing that auditorium, which was my school auditorium. I kind of felt like they were like, 
Oh, and then Kristen McAuliffe, the really cool teacher who went up and who was going to teach all the other children about space. Well, she died because the shuttle exploded and yeah. we're going to teach you how to do that. And then they were like, and on to the next topic. And I was yeah. like, that was a little rushed, but I think. And then they followed that up with like great humor, which I think was probably the best thing to do. But I have a feeling that that was done that way, too, because that was, you know, Kennedy getting shot is a horrible, the war. horrible thing. There was the war. He actually... The war was a problem obviously and um 9-11 was a problem but i kind of feel like everybody the building of the wall there was something different connecting everybody to this teacher and like you said as soon as that came up it was like this gasp yeah and i think because maybe space had like such hope behind it yeah that was well that was that you was know, kind back of back the... when everyone was still really into the space program and yeah like, you know america was into it because hey we are america we are fucking it going a good space. distraction space, yeah. too yeah yeah, yeah. there's a lot so, of weird politics going on at the time but yeah. i i there was, was a lot pumped of, into it for sure it was interesting how the movie progressed and it was interesting how the audience progressed and obviously we were the youngest ones in there and I think that's kind of sad well it was also like a matinee showing yeah, so. it's, it's like a sunday showing so all the cool kids are out riding yeah. their skateboards at the the farmers market. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're right. I don't know what I was thinking, uh, but no, I, I I thought that was cool. I did find there's obviously a lot of um, hidden messages in the movie mm. because, like you said, the wall. Yep. Um, yeah, that was very that pointed was right there. At the very beginning. pointed and hysterical, and everyone in Santa Cruz, yeah. all the liberals were enjoying that. Yeah, uh, everyone had a good laugh at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean all this excitement is my fault? That's what I mean. Well, I'm delighted. Now, what is going on? Well, it's been a war against change, yes. and I shall have a meeting with you inside immediately. Oh, dear. Well, toot toot, everybody. Wish me luck. <laughs> You'll need it, Lady Fairchild. But what was interesting was, um, I don't think I ever realized it was King Friday the 13th. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it was King Friday. I knew it was King Friday too. And when when they kept saying King Friday the Thirteenth, I was like, "There's no way in God's green earth." As a kid, I knew that there was that negative connotation connected to it. There's, yeah. I, I, did you know that? No, I mean, I, I barely remember that he, was, he was the Thirteenth. I always just going, you know, King Friday. I thought how I remember him. Yeah, so. yeah. I just thought it was King Friday, and I did find it hysterical that all the characters were based on someone like yeah. he essentially was what was it daniel the little, daniel the, the, the um cat the, the, yeah the tiger. the tiger yeah his his bitchy sister was lady <laughs> elaine yeah <laughs> which is really which funny because i hated really that funny character because that was a really witchy character yeah she was she was she was like the the what is it, protagonist or whatever yeah, yeah antagonist. She was antagonist yeah she was definitely the negativity of it negative nancy fucking right, debbie right. downer <laughs> but she was also the she ugliest puppet did anybody else notice that? She, <laughs> she was always the ugliest puppet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was criminally mean, actually. It was, I mean, it was a, definitely a way of saying yeah. that he was a human being. Yeah. yeah. He and definitely his had way. some feelings about his siblings. <laughs> right. Evil had feelings in general. Everything that he emoted was kind of over the top. It had to be with the limited budget he had. I mean, this is a brazen guy. I mean. Yeah. You have to be a special person to put that much effort into teaching kids but also he went above and beyond and met up with these kids like in person and i thought it was really funny when the you know because kids are like why how come why blah, 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 blah. but yeah i like it when he was telling the story about the one kid who was like how did you get out 
<laughs> like up the TV. But how are you going to get back in? <laughs> <laughs> like after 15 minutes of explaining to him how the television works. In intricate detail. Yeah. That's He's really like, funny. well, this is good. Well, you know, he there was a lot of stories like that. I read a lot of articles leading up to this, and and he was very generous with his time. He really wanted to make sure that he spent his time talking literally directly to people as much as yeah. feasibly yeah. possible. Not only was he a great orator, but it was it was he was great because it was genuine. It came from a genuine place. Yeah. I mean, they talk about that, like how he would just let silence and how he like when you talk to people, he would sit there for a bit. He wouldn't like be trying to get a reply out real quick. And I mean, people yeah. are paying good money for that at the yoga, whatever the fuck down the street, hot yoga or whatever the fuck your fart yoga, whatever you're into. I mean, like, that's just Both. like the most basic <laughs> fucking thing. Fart. Yeah, totally. Fart, and fart yoga. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Johnny Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if, you, if, if you've ever seen that episode of Jackass, you should. Check the links below. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I thought was a little fucked up was I didn't realize that so many people were pissed off at Mr. Rogers. I was yeah. a little taken yeah. back by that, that there were people that protested his, his fucking funeral. Well, it was almost like people had given up hope on... Well, there were two the things of society, going on. So they therefore, had... it was Mr. Rogers' fault. They yeah. they didn't like him because they felt like he should have been hard on gays. And while I feel like personally he should have been a better supporter of gays, when I look at the math and the timeline, how could he be any more supportive than he already was? That's yeah. just the reality of business. Yeah. And, getting the proper message out there and and all parties involved seem to sincerely understand that that is the sacrifice that needed to take place. Art's kind of funny in that way. But to say that he acknowledged that every single person was valued and that is now turned into everybody thinks they're special into this like... Did you notice where that came from though? Did you, when they showed the clip of who was like instigating that, you know, Mr. Rogers basically caused a problem with this generation because he told everyone was special, everyone that they were special and that they didn't have to work for it. The clip they used was from Fox News. Yeah. So essentially, Shocker. it was the war on Christmas <laughs> fell after the war on Mr. Rogers. Like, just I mean, because you're I'm... telling people that they're special doesn't mean you're telling them they don't have to work for anything. I think you're just telling them, hey, you don't have to off yourself because you do have value. The other scary thing to me was that because he was an earnest person, that immediately made him a homosexual. Well, The guy was as Christian as Christian could be, but loved ass jokes. (laughs) That doesn't make him gay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's what is what is Tyler's philosophy? Always in on a dick joke. I thought he was a Protestant. He's Protestant. Isn't that still Christian? Christian. Yeah, it's it's a subset. You know, it's offshoot, but Christian. It's like Christian Light. Is that the one that like you pay money to and you get want to get remarried? No, that's Episcopalian. Oh, that I do know. Because the Episcopals will marry you if you're Catholic Catholic, and you get a divorce. You're not allowed to get married again in the Catholic Church. So in order to get married in a church, you have to become an Episcopal. I wasn't really taught religion. My dad was agnostic and my mother was raised Catholic, but I wasn't taught Catholic. I got all the Catholic guilt, but I wasn't taught anything. (laughs) Uh, Oh, he died of stomach cancer. 
That fucking sucks ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they alluded to obviously he got yeah, sick like, and he died, but they didn't talk about that. Yeah. Which kind of they don't nice. want to upset kids. They don't even they they didn't want to upset the adult kids, and that was <laughs> what was kind of nice about it. Thank you. Well, what was interesting <laughs> too, um, I didn't realize. Okay, first off, I just didn't. I just realized this now. His middle name was McFeely. Nope. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so Mr. McFeely is just his middle name. I didn't realize how long. Mr. Rogers was on because it was oh, on yeah. from what 68 to 2000. Yeah, I think that because and like, then they did a special episode like 2001 or whatever. Yeah, but. they did the one during 9/11, but I think it stopped before. I think it was like 98 or something like that because he retired for a few years and then 9/11 happened. That's when they brought him back. I think something like that. When I first saw the show, I read up a bunch about him. <laughs> I read like all the things. All the things. 31 seasons, 912 episodes, including specials. Do you think that he really was in love with, with uh, the police officer? Or do you think that that was just a genuine loving relationship? No, I think it was more of a father yeah. figure kind of thing. I I always thought Mr. Rogers was weird, but like the I never thought that he was a little weird. gay. Yeah, but he was also trying to like... I totally get it. I'm back to, this was the first time I understood it because it always kind of creeped me out. I mean, when you think about like, it, acting's fucking weird. No. Oh, yeah. No, you're, you're like, right. No, it's bizarre. I'm pretending to be somebody who I'm not. Yeah. And you know what? You're um, having to make I listen that connection. to the podcast Inside of You. Have you listened to that? <laughs> no. Um, with Michael Rosenbaum. And he did an episode of an interview with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Which is interesting because, like, I'm all Jennifer Love Hewitt. Like, there's someone that obviously you. She was very prominent in the Party 90s. Party of Five, and, yeah. You know, she. I never actually watched Party of Five. Party of Five was a really fucking uh, awesome show. I knew her from I know what you did last summer. Yeah. But she she did a really great interview, and I guess she, I guess she was pretty ap- apprehensive about doing the interview. She was like, no one wants to listen to what I have to say, basically. But oh, And the guy sucks. was like, no, dude, like what you have to say is really great and people want to hear about it. But she said for because she started acting when she was really young, I think she went. She's from Waco, Texas. She went to some like talent show and there was like randomly an agent there and they were like, hey, why don't you come to Hollywood? And, you know, she was she was singing Sharon Stone. I mean, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, here's nowhere there. Yeah, let's let's spice up the pool. Let's go out in the middle of nowhere. But um, <laughs> so she 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 was singing, and they brought her out there to sing, and they were like, you know, you you are an amazing singer. But at that point in time, singing children wasn't really a thing. Like, you know, the Mickey Mouse Club was kind of a thing, but not really. And she was born just off. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like me. Always in the right place. Always at the wrong time. I've been in um. the right place, but it must have been the wrong time. I don't say the right thing, but it must have used the wrong time. <laughs> so she, she did, you know, they were getting ready to leave, and then they were like, well, why don't you go out for this audition? We think this is something that you could really do. And so... You know, they were getting ready to to leave because they had basically blown through all their the money that her mom had and was able to live out there for as short period of time as they could. They gave it the old college try. <laughs> they go they go to this audition. She didn't get the job, but when they were they were like on the way out the door, the person who got the job 
It was it was a singing related job. I don't remember what it was for. I think it was Kids Incorporated, actually. <laughs> but so anyways, this person like basically they were like, oh, you know what? After all, she could only sing one song. So yeah. we we need you. So she ended up going and doing that. And so basically since the age of 10 into her late 20s, she was acting and she said, I miss toy soldiers. <laughs> well, <laughs> she she did backup vocals for Martika's toy soldier. But she said that her whole life she'd spent acting mm. and she didn't actually know who she was. That sucks. Because that's what happens she, to a lot of those people. That's why they end up fucking drug addicts and yeah. shit. That and everybody's molesting them. What was unfortunate was her mom passed away. Oh, that sucks. And her and her mom were really close. And she stopped acting because basically it was a thing that her and her mom like did together so yeah, that was having to kind go of a bonding thing back, yeah and having to go back to that not having her mom was really hard so she she took a break and they were talking about you know what what she was doing in the break and she was like just trying to figure out who i really am and you know not acting like but anybody else but myself so she actually has a she's coming out with a show nine she's on nine one one. i guess is this new show she's going to be like a switchboard operator or whatever oh, nice. but um it was it was it was a really good interview i'll put the links below <laughs> <laughs> you know what was interesting about a party of five is that they pulled party of five party of five yeah. was a dead show and the fans fucking bond banded together and were like you're there's no fucking way you're pulling this show and this was before like major internet and cell yeah. phones yeah. and like yeah, this was like a real pride of like letters. Yeah, the right letters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is when we really meant shit yeah. <laughs> you knew you were pissed about something if you wrote a fucking letter and mailed it <laughs> i mean that's a fucking right. fact yeah and I, I so i love party of five i watched party of five from beginning to end but party of five was not a super happy fun yeah well it was like on the surface like show but it kind or... of but it but it kind of was it's kind of sad that like the the people that really probably should have watched that show still didn't end up watching that show yeah, but... yeah. i it was kind of like not my mine was my so-called life that was my generation. yeah 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 and there's and a little bit kind of an age like difference same... for us around that yeah that time period too that's a huge those are huge years i got sidetracked with jennifer love hewitt but my point was mr rogers was was teaching everybody how to have these natural yourself. interactions to how to be. yeah and they found a letter that he had written to himself that's so much self-doubt and i'm like oh my god like yeah. mr rogers is a person too because he had all this self-doubt and like apparently it was something real but he took all that extra time to teach you and i out of well, being really that's cool because who we are. he was being genuine with himself because as each tragedy kept happening and it and his further realization that ultimately from a statistic level you know this hurt from a statistic level that's how his show stayed on the air was statistics it was numbers he knew that the numbers were against him that this wasn't a, an emission a mission he was ever going to complete or see through fruition and that's what broke him yeah well who wants to hang themselves <laughs> <laughs> All right, trolley, neighborhood of make-believe. 
Well, I mean, like, there's the thing they bring up about how, you know, Mr. Rogers saying how his mother says, always look for the people running towards trouble. Like, you know, it's easy to look at the helpers. Yeah, look for the like helpers. Trump, right? Yeah. What? Who? Yeah, no. Um, right. He like it's, it's, that, that guy's so stupid. He's not even helping himself. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, the, the, like the whole thing, like it's easy to see all the negative and just see that and not realize. But there is somebody always there yeah. with the positive. There are people still. Yeah. There are, there are. I think, you know, my philosophy is the vast majority of people are good. There's just a lot of you know, the assholes are the ones who stand out when you're driving down the road and somebody's like using the emergency lane to get past traffic and stuff right. like that. It's that one fucking asshole. <laughs> well, it's like, um, what was that saying? The squeaky wheel always gets the grease. I don't know if that really means what everyone thought it means. I kind of feel like what you're saying. There's just a lot of squeaky assholes around. <laughs> like they're, they're a little outliers. The one who yells the loudest gets the most attention, basically. Yeah. Which, but there, there but are a lot of really great people. But that still means that the loud voice, posing as the top choice, right, is still got a lot of followers. And the thing about if you're on the side of good is you don't want people to follow you. You want them to fucking know. Yeah. And if you're refusing to know or you're being marketed against knowing or whatever the fucking glass wall is for you, I mean, Jesus Christ, people. Fuck, yeah. man. Mr. Rogers was sad. That's that's what my takeaway. When At the end of this, Mr. Rogers was like, you guys have to help me. You have to do better. And it yeah. has to be a collaborative thing. You can't suck me dry. I'm not infinite. Well, what's yeah. crazy, though, is like, you know, everyone's like, well, me doing anything isn't going to change anything. I'm just one person. I mean, look at what that one person did. Yeah. I bought my neighbor a peeing dog because I was like, there's no way I'm walking out of here without this for my neighbor because her dog looks exactly like this. <laughs> it was inexpensive. It was just something that you can do. I mean, you don't have to buy something for somebody. You just acknowledge people. You, you, there are signs. There are things that come up. That's really what my point is with that. There are things that remind you of people, that remind you to stay, stay connected with people. Just do it. Be normal. Yeah. But what the fuck is that for people? If you're General for Love Hewitt and you've been an, an actor your whole life. <laughs> I mean, because that's what we're being taught to do, to survive. Like, that's the survival. Yeah. It's like, I'm not on medication. I'm not checked in somewhere. I've just found a way to guard myself from all the bullshit. And that's not, that's not how we should be teaching people. But when you have Donald Trump running the country, what the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> what was interesting about her interview, too, was she said, you know, even though she was acting, you know, and not really fully aware of who she was as her own self she never really went to therapy she really was able to play these characters and have that kind of be her therapy because party i know party of five was like a real like issue driven show the, so she the was family had died in a car accident for, for people who don't know for the 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 idea is there's siblings that live together and I think Jennifer Love Hewitt was like the best friend of somebody if I remember correctly and I feel a little bad for not remember that but but that's kind of also been the crux of her career is that she was always the side thing that was always with the show but the family had passed away in a car accident and the children were left behind and the oldest boy was left to raise these fucking kids and that yeah. was it was just a, a, a domino effect of unfair set of circumstances everybody had to pull their weight and make the family survive yeah but it was it was interesting because she was like you know through these characters that she did play she was able to kind of process some of her 
issues that she had. So I thought that was kind of cool because it's like acting is really fucking weird. <laughs> like, but <laughs> yeah. obviously people do it because they're getting something from it and you're doing it for a reason. Um, like most things, the yeah. There's something inside them they want to express or get out or put out in the world. Yeah. And that's just the way they do it. That's the way of them expressing themselves. It's fucking ballsy, too, because, like, talk about vulnerability, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you are not confident in who you are or who you want to be or where you're at in your learning process and you're in art, art can make or break a person. And that's... Yeah an unfortunate thing that's a that's a reality but that's also the difference between somebody who's really good at their craft and being grounded it's hard the other interesting thing that i had no idea about maybe you guys did the one four three Mm. That was I was crazy. like, whoa, dude, Mr. Rogers was like the OG of paging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yep. I had no idea that that stemmed from him and his show. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. How yeah, did... I remember reading, that was one of the things I read on, like, you know, things you didn't know kind of about Mr. Rogers. And that was one of those things that popped up. Oh, that's like, so like, weird. Wow. I, yeah, <laughs> I was all, I had no idea. Just like I had no idea that the inventors of McDonald's were from New Hampshire where I am from, and they never taught us that shit. I had no idea about the 143 at all. That was a great revelation. Yeah, I I wonder and how many people had no scales. idea. No. I mean, I knew I could write boobless on a calculator. Boobs. <laughs> uh, but I mean, the signs are everywhere to be good. Seven, three, it's just five, whether five. or not you choose to or not. That's true. That is true. What other interesting uh, Mr. Rogers things do you remember? I mean, a lot of it was the things they kind of touched on, dispelling the myths of like, you know, him being a Navy SEAL, him covering in tattoos and stuff like that, which they talk about in the documentary. I yeah. remember hearing that all the time growing up as a kid. I've never heard the tattoos bit. Yeah. I remember hearing that growing up as a kid that like, yeah, he had, a, he had, he had full sleeves and he was in the military <laughs> because, so that's I why mean, he always wore the, the long sleeves. He totally does not look like a military dude. I mean, no. first off, let's imagine somebody from that era with a full sleeve what do you have like a fucking milk mom tattoo here and a maybe a fucking yeah, yeah it was pretty, <laughs> pretty you were a sailor. right yeah that was interesting because some of the stuff i had i just had no idea yeah. about yeah like little things like uh each sweater he wore was actually made by his mother his mother made yeah. him sweaters all the time so that's all those sweaters sweet. he wore were made by his, his mother mom. that's sweet when he feeds the fish he once got a a, a letter from a blind girl and she was worried that the fish had died because he never mentioned the fish. He would just feed them and just like, you know, tap the food in and just go like, just like not mention it. So after he got that letter, every episode from then, he says, now I'm now I'm going to feed the fish. Oh, wow. Funny. Yeah. So like you make sure that she would know that the that fish were getting. That's that's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Like that's that's the amount of courtesy that like nobody has. No. Well, that's the difference between communicating with somebody in vain and wanting to communicate speak you know you have to learn to speak other people's languages in order to connect and communicate i mean that's what you know no they talk about how his his wife confirmed that like he wrote back every single letter he got so like every letter he got oh. from somebody he he wrote he'd write back dude of course, was later, like a slave to the so if you loved mr rogers you did not write him a letter yeah <laughs> he's already got like 600 sitting on his desk <laughs> dude god what a undertaking yeah i mean he but... dedicated his life to that that's like that's what Christianity is, right? Yeah, I say it's funny because you know I, I have nothing against the religion. That's what religion I just have, is, yeah. yeah. The Christ, a lot of Christians I have problems with because they're not really Christian. Exactly. Um, but he is like the 
again, like like his son said, you know, it's it's really weird being uh, the son of a Christ, the second second coming of Christ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be tough. That would be really hard. And then you know how much time he's devoting to like all these other children, and you're like, and then yeah. the haters be... are like, you're not Christian, you're gay. Yeah. yeah. Or no, we like even like they're like, well, we don't have anything wrong with him, but he let he was tolerant of gays. He was tolerant of the gays. Yeah, that's <laughs> Which crazy. You're intolerant of tolerance. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's not what God's about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they're just using God to promote their intolerance. Well, I like that little bit about how he would switch over to the ant's voice for that puppet when he was like kind of like venting about something to the <laughs> yeah, family. Yeah, the dinner table. <laughs> yeah. Like he had to wear these personas to get these feelings out kind of thing. Right. Well, I mean, God, you become so accustomed to it. When I was in probably eighth grade, ninth grade, we actually in the same auditorium, we had performances. I was in drama class or whatever, and I had to do this puppet performance of me talking to my therapist. My therapist was like, I had to talk to this sock puppet to get all my anger energy out or whatever. Yeah. So it was like, essentially, it was just me in my, my head. And that was the scene. And like, there was all these kids there watching this. And, and so I'm like... Seems like bizarre and unusual punishment, right? It was like this is this is so stupid. This would never work, and da 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 da. And then I just go into this like rant and rage, and I'm all, oh, you know, yeah. I do feel kind of better after this. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, I mean, it's obviously a psychology method of yeah. doing that. So he was using that. You know, the other interesting thing was was that he came up. At the same time, there was this like rising of people trying to figure this area of psychology out. And they listed off the names of, of some of his peers that I was wincing. I was like, some of these people are straight up quacks. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just fucking idiots. So it was cool to see that the cream does rise to the top. Yeah. Where do the curdles go? They all died out way before him, and everybody everybody knew they were bullshit way before him. Right? Dr. Spock. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Spock. I'm like, oh, Wait, hey. Not that Spock. Nimoy. <laughs> Dr. Spock's philosophy. Fucking wow. Crazy. From a, like, filmmaking standpoint, it was really well done. Like we said earlier, like, the flow worked really well. The the narrative, how it just kind of told the story of his life and, like, the, all the little road bumps and challenges and every, everything, the adversity yeah. he faced from between Congress, you know, Nixon coming in and cutting the budget for to the, help fund the, the war. stages of that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. What was funny was that one yeah. lady, she's like, basically everything that you learned about television you threw out <laughs> yeah, because like yeah. low, you know they didn't have a big budget yeah, like everything you knew about tv yeah, he did the yeah. opposite which is which was funny but it worked it really worked yeah i remember watching it even as a kid and being like this it was kind of you know you tell it was shoddy that it was definitely made by right? pbs but like this it was enjoyable yeah <laughs> it's good to have good content yeah yeah no that's totally what it was about true debt and genuine connection so no it was cool it's cool i mean no. It wasn't Sharon Stone's beaver, but <laughs> <laughs> nothing is, nothing ever is. <laughs> you know, Tyler likes ants. The ants go marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. The ants go marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. The ants go marching one by one The little one stops to suck his thumb And they all go marching down to the ground To get out of the rain Well, what's, uh, what else is going on in the, the wide world of 
not so depressing. Wide world of ants. I got I to figure out a catchphrase or some kind of intro for ants because they seem to come up a lot because I kind of like ants in case you haven't noticed. Yeah. Ants in your pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no. Now's not the time. We're trying to figure out. Anyways. It's in development. It's in the early development This is stages. a work in progress. You guys right? are here to listen to it first. And the first one, not so great. So we'll work it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're still workshopping this one. <laughs> wow. Hurrah. Anyways, they found in uh, South Africa a species of ant that is uh, one of the first times they've seen demonstrating nursing, like a nursing healthcare to fellow ants. They so did have a little ants, white hat on. <laughs> yes, they have the little little white hat and little like, candy striper outfit. <laughs> yeah, candy striper. That's what I was looking for. Like little candy stripers right around. Red Cross. Yep. I was a candy striper. <laughs> it's true. You know, the great thing about New Hampshire is it's it's stunted. It was. Now it's meth capital of the United States. Look it up. That's a real fucking thing. It was stunted in a way that was really cool because you could, like, have something like candy stripers still around and clown class and jewelry making. And underwater basket weaving. <laughs> but back to the ants. So these oh, yeah. are so South it, African? It's, yeah, South African ant. First time it's been seen and observed another species basically providing medical care for their own. So what, what happened, these ants mainly get a lot of their food from raiding termite uh, mounds oh, and stuff like that. Okay. So the, the ants will raid, they'll attack, they'll drag termites back but ants get injured along the way because termites also have like soldier termites. <laughs> you know, yeah, they, they, have, they have their own like sub- group within the colony that's just there to guard okay and apparently they injure the ants kill the ants so they have nurse ants that will basically come retrieve the fallen bring them back to the uh, hive and they basically will like set the limb like they'll sit there and hold the limb they'll work together like hold the limb that's been injured and they uh, lick it that apparently like has like a kind of like a some kind of binding thing so basically they'll, they'll set the wound They'll like lick on it for like a couple minutes until it's like set again. That's crazy. And they'll 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 feed the ant. They'll get it back to hell so they can go back out. But also they found that the ants that are that realize that they're too injured, that they're not worth saving, or that they they can't be saved, they will thrash and fight against the nurse ants. Oh, and like they're like, don't waste your time. Yeah, like don't waste. I'm I'm already dead. I'm dead kind guys. of thing. Just so, forget about yeah. me. Yeah, but so like they just thrash and like just you know get get away from the nurse ants so just, they can just oh, die. That's crazy. Yeah, but it's it's interesting to see like you know even something what, as small. What are ants so busy doing? What are they so busy doing? What are they so busy doing that they're like, they're like Japanese and they're like fight towards this whatever the fuck this goal is? No, I will. I yeah, am I not worthy of the saving. End, end game is. It's it's they're they are one of the biggest contributors to biomass being broken down. So like when stuff dies, when plants and trees break down, they help break down they're to. like the wally so what yeah. we really what you're really saying is is that we need to help this mutation happen faster so they can break down plastic break it down oh uh, uh, <laughs> right yeah we get robot ants no i'm pretty sure plastic would kill them get out there motherfucker <laughs> you just have water you just spray your foot with water yeah. all they can like think about is i mean maybe it's because of the pixar movie ants Oh, it's uh, DreamWorks. <gasps> Sacrilege. Don't sully the good name of Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did Bugs Life, right? Didn't Bugs Life and Ants come out at the same yeah, time? Yeah, they did kind they of They did. They, they were yeah. competing movies. No, all I can think of is like when you, when you the the ants come out, get them, like essentially the triage unit comes out. All I can see is like these little ants and like these little white hats. Yeah, a little stretcher. <laughs> a little stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them on, guys. Yep. <laughs> like, take them back to the hole. 
uh do you remember this was like this was going around facebook quite a while ago a few years ago where people were pouring in oh, aluminum yeah. aluminum <laughs> or whatever aluminum. melted aluminum into the ant holes to get that, to yeah. dig out the artwork of, of the tunnels yeah. like dude you, you just, just killed, killed the whole, a whole colony, colony. Yeah. i have to say seeing it once is worth its weight in silver <laughs> <laughs> i mean it looked uh, granted yeah it looked really cool but i was like why did you just kill a whole colony of ants? I did we're think humans, that, dude. but then Dicks. I saw it, and I was like, but but I will say this, as art kind of tends to do, it made me, not that I didn't respect ants in their very strange and strong journey, I respect them, I walk over them, the whole kit and caboodle, I don't want them in my fucking house, but you know, there's yeah, that. But yeah. There's a perimeter. <laughs> I draw a line somewhere, uh, it's at the door. Yeah. It totally made me appreciate their effort. I was like, oh my god, that's intricate, that's a fucking massive yeah they're jigsaw building puzzle. cities essentially for right? them all to live in quite an i really i don't know i think i really did like ants uh, i saw that in the movie which theater. one was ants was that the one with the one with woody harrelson he was the ant in sylvester woody... stallone and maybe woody harrelson? Yeah, it was... i mean not woody <laughs> sorry it was, it was other woody one, so he always tend to grab a bunch of like woody allen woody allen i don't even know why i said that <laughs> Oh, here you go. Here's your girl's in it. Woody Allen, Sharon Stone, Gene Ooh. Hackman, uh, Sylvester Stallone, and Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. That's why. Everybody's like, but, why Yeah, I it like came out in so 1998. Much. I saw it. really bad like... into Woody Allen films. Wow, that's a 96 on freaking Rotten Tomatoes. That's It's a great movie. High. Did you ever see I that? I remember seeing it when I was young. I did not like it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I th- He's I, like, I'm was... not really into Jew Hume. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the reason... For me, it was like the first movie that I saw in California. It was like in film school. You came out California way. One of the first movies. Yeah, it was the first animated movie that I saw in California. Wasn't it one of the first animated movies, period, though? I don't know. I of think this, there were some. Of this type, like the whole. I think, um, you know, one of the bigger ones production was like, quality. Um, you know, Toy Story, the original one. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. That was the one like, when it really took when off. When did Toy Story come out, though? I really wasn't into Toy Story. I like all the, like... 1995, so the, yeah. I like the, the Pixar shorts better than I do the movies themselves. I don't know. The Incredibles is like... The Incredibles is, is pretty funny. And by <laughs> the way, I didn't know so many children were dying because of Superman the movie. Thank you, Mr. Rogers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to the movie. Back to Won't You Be My Neighbor. No. <laughs> Capes are make dangerous. A public, that's basically what got him back to his show because he took a hiatus yeah, for a while. Yeah, he started working and, on the parenting and saw kids and then he was jumping like, oh, out God, of windows. These kids are... <laughs> Um, but capes actually, are, ask Madonna, capes are fucking dangerous. Yeah. Well, if the Incredibles taught us anything, it's capes. <laughs> never, never good at cape. Um, actually, Ants is the first animated film, as well as the first CGI animated film. Ooh, girl! By, uh, Dream, mm. by DreamWorks. By DreamWorks. Uh, okay, that's yeah, what it was. The, uh, you got your street. You got your street cred. Uh, second feature-length computer animated film is uh, Film School. Paid Disney Pixar's Toy Story. So okay, Ants was apparently the first one feature-length. First... Okay, see, I thought so. But I I did like ants, but like I said, it's got you guys are it's cool. got multiple meanings for yeah. me. So ants, how many different species of ants are oh, there? Uncountable, because I mean, we, let alone the Amazon, you got to figure how many species we haven't discovered in the Amazon. Let like alone. those cutter ants, yeah. and there's like different versions. <laughs> That's not my sure butt, if you guys. Can hear that, but, uh, <laughs> the pick that up. Definitely Is not that why snore. it's called Amazon? We're just saying it's ants. <laughs> it's just ninety percent ants. <laughs> what do you got going on? On what's on your docket? Duck. Well, honestly, kind of more depressing shit. Did you guys, speaking of Amazon, did you guys hear that a postal worker died? Mm -mm. 
in their vehicle? No. One month before their retirement? Mm-mm. So what's kind of interesting is in setting this up today, Julie was kind enough to pull up this article and I kind of snarkily said that uh, it was this year. It would happen here here recently. It's really awful. I mean, well, like what I, you said, could you pull up the article on the post woman who died? And I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to know when this post woman fucking died? That was me trying to get out of doing something. Um, <laughs> and Tanya's reply, Mind reply you, I'm was... I'm getting dinner pre-ready. <laughs> so Tanya's reply was, I'm sure there hasn't been a lot of people who've died in their car in the postal service (laughs) and when i googled it there was more than one (laughs) so that's not great (laughs) postal worker surprisingly dangerous that's a dangerous job but somebody's got to do it uh yeah so zoom in zoom in why is charlize there on there because fucking amazon listens to me oh you know what i was probably still looking for that fucking movie that's left the planet That's what's going on there. Here we go. Was this a French movie? <laughs> it was a. Anyways, that's not even. Why did you? You. I know. I know. I, I get back to the postal service. You're Don't a let me terrible you. person. This this podcast has been two hours and a, two and a half hours, and I'm pretty sure forty five minutes of that was just trying to find a movie that we didn't find. <laughs> oh man! Wait, but that... magically, with the wonders of editing. Ding. <laughs> Read us a little ditty. A longtime U.S. postal carrier was found dead in her mail truck in Woodland Hills on Friday afternoon amid blistering summer temperatures, authorities confirmed on Monday. Peggy Frank, 63, of North Hills, was found unresponsive while seated in her postal vehicle by a co-worker or, or a bystander? They don't know if they were a co-worker or a bystander. Maybe there was someone who worked at the post office who had the day off. Oh. Oh, interesting. Uh... You're so smart. (laughs) (laughs) Said Ed Winters of Los Angeles County Department. You know, people think about California as like California dreaming. California is a fucking desert. Nope. (laughs) I I got news for everybody. It's fucking dying. It's falling (laughs) off the fucking planet. And uh, it's hot as shit here. And if you think about a fire, it catches fire. So it's hot. We're in a drought. We've been in a drought for a really long time. Everybody's in denial about it. Supposedly we came out of it last year. The reservoirs filled up a little, but they weren't. They're not full. (laughs) (laughs) And they're already depleted. Yeah, really. And it's gone because ag industry. Yeah, because we need almonds. Got to have those almonds. Mm, Fucking love almonds. Everybody loves a good nut. (laughs) (laughs) Love me some almond milk. (laughs) So this woman was sixty-three years old. She was just trying to do her job in a postal car. Or and truck? I, Is it a car or a truck? It's kind of like a Jeep. SUV. It's a Jeep, it's a and Jeep. it was specifically made and designed for the postal industry. And I know this because but it does not have air conditioner. Does it have a heater? No, I don't think so. Because I think a lot of them were born made back before. That was kind of like a standard practice. No, that's crazy. You, no, but what you know what they should be riding around is in a fucking Hummer. <laughs> but a Hummer doesn't have a turning radius as a no, postal Jeep. True. A postal Jeep has an extremely unique turning radius now hold on maybe you can turn on a dime but if you're dead you're not turning at all well you are turning over in your grave right now (laughs) because of my bad humor (laughs) (laughs) i think you broke her this time It's different to see it in person. (laughs) (laughs) 
if you could donate to our patron account we could see each other's faces more often oh god we don't have a patron account but we'll get that together Uh -uh. yeah so it has this amazing turning radius and your folks have a land rover that thing will lift you up and put you down and it has an an amazing (laughs) turning radius it really can turn on a fucking dime and the fucking u.s postal service trucks still turn sharper than that and easier but it's not it's a tin can on wheels it is there's it's basically like a bug a bug is an improvement because at least you have like a barricade from the metal there's no insulation in these trucks they are primitive technology as tyler's mentioned um there's no heat the, uh, and, and if you're in a rural area and you're doing this you don't have access to restrooms and there are certain weird expectations like it's not uncommon kind of like I think garbage men experience this where they pee in cans. Isn't the postal service union? They are, but they're bullied. Everybody's bullied into not bucking the system because if you buck the system, you're fucking it up for everybody because the postal system... If you buck it, you fuck it. (laughs) ...is kind of interesting because it's a government agency that will hire transgenders. It will Uh, hire... But is it a government agency? It's barely. a government contract? It's kind of like a government non-profit thing. Oh, okay. it It is definitely dwindling, which is why people are scared about the amazon situation because they are uh if if here's kind of an interesting fun fact if ups is overloaded with amazon packages part of the agreement with the postal service is that they can dump those packages on down to them so in the mornings ups will show up with like two or three fucking pallets of just amazon fucking packages for these postal workers to deliver and trucks that are not designed to deliver packages they're designed to deliver letters and small mail yeah now we ship everything if it fits. The it cool ships. thing <laughs> is, is that Amazon There's a horse in a fucking tea kettle, and you're shipping it to somebody. Does <laughs> have the agreement with Whole Foods, and they should really team up and do this with other people as well, where they have the lockers, they have the cabinets, yeah. so it takes off some of the load from the from them because it's a one dump situation. Yeah. You're not going stop, unload, stop. Amazon unload. in general has lockers they're at multiple locations oh they are it's not just whole foods oh okay no whole foods is just where you shop so that's why you see them there ah. but they're, they are in um other locations i'm not sure how More many coming locations soon. But yeah yeah it, it's a kind of it's kind of a trip because you like go up to it it's so futuristic you go up to it you either scan your little um qr confirmation or... yeah or you type in the, the digit and then the door pops open and it's kind of like it's like uh, when you're a kid and you're doing the Jack in the Box. You're like, you're like, which door? Which door? So when you take into consideration the amount of theft that's happening with these packages, and now apparently death, maybe you can just have your shit delivered to a fucking box. Is all I'm saying. Because yeah. yeah, it's totally that's... crazy that this woman basically fucking worked herself to death in the heat in this fucking yeah. tin can. So, like, Amazon, if you're going to continue to do this, yeah. maybe we should look into the, the technology of, of doing something with these fleets. Because these people deserve to be comfortable. These are hard jobs. Yeah. And there are yeah. a lot of time constraints. And it's hard work. And it's very tedious work. Yeah. Public service announcement. So I actually saw it on Reddit. It's like, you know, life pro tip, you know, with the heat waves and stuff that's going on across the country. Say on like especially hot days, uh, freeze water bottles and put them in your mailbox with the flag up 
and like a note saying take this with you because oh, usually all they all idea. they get is like they bring a lunchbox with them and that's it and you run through your, you're gonna run through your water supply pretty quick on a really hot day so they said you know oh, yeah little when things. i was learning i was afraid to drink mm. because if i drank that meant i had to pee no <laughs> and i didn't have anywhere to pee because because yeah. again we're in a rural area so that's the way this is designed and set up is very different than a, in a suburb area but you know i was reading things that like people were letting people jump in their pool no. global warming is real science tells you that <laughs> well i saw a video on facebook where somebody put like water in a cap and the frog, oh, frog was <laughs> you know she was trying to give yeah she was trying to like give the frog a drink or whatever and the and he just sat yeah. and it was like oh my god it's just so good yeah. you know uh it's just it's and that's a cold blood getting animal. like crazy yeah. headaches that's insane. just not drinking yeah. enough water getting distracted i mean and that's the other thing you get distracted so you're like i'm not gonna drink because i'm like busy then you're like i got a fucking headache oh why why is my pee fluorescent? Because yeah. <laughs> I haven't drank anything all day. You should eat some almonds. <laughs> <laughs> There's water in them almonds. <laughs> it's like when you eat one of those kind bars that's like all oh, nuts no. and, and like every every ounce of moisture gets sucked yep. dry from your mouth. It's all. <laughs> yep. I don't need that saliva anyways. Fun facts about UPS trucks remind me: the top of UPS trucks are have kind of like like opaque greenhouse thing. I can't remember if I talked about this before. It feels like I've talked no, about it. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I wouldn't remember. Oh, so you can see inside? So during the day, they don't have to use the lights on the for the battery. So they can walk into the back of the truck and the- Have natural light. They have natural light. Yeah, that's a trip. Some, yeah. Uh, they have some like trucks that you can You don't you even have rent. that in the fucking postal truck. It's a, it's a black box. Wasn't yeah. the pod like that? No. No, the pod wasn't like mm-hmm. that? I've seen it in some, you know, it was some it, other- it, it, it kind of was because it was white, but- okay. I know you can rent some trucks like that, but yeah, let that's a great idea. Everybody who's where it's fucking hot and your balls are sweating off, think about your postal service person and put some fucking frozen water bottles in yeah. there. And bat wings are a real thing. Use cornstarch. Yeah. <laughs> Learn that from Chef. So wait a second, you're saying there's nothing that I could do? To get the Budenstein style? No, that lives forever. Great, awesome. But they're just might be an opportunity here. How can this possibly be an opportunity? I'm fairly certain we have a good shot at Hell's Kitchen. The reality show. I don't think you understand what's going on here. I am a real chef with- You said you needed money, right? A job. A job, not money. I need a job, like I had. Well, your Twitter account says you've got 20,000 followers. That's pretty damn bad. Yeah, I'm gonna cancel the account, don't worry. Don't cancel it, I can get you money to mention a few products. Are you listening to me? I don't wanna get involved with any of that, I wanna cook food. You got two choices. You can either lean into it and work it for all it's worth. Like Honey Boo Boo, I don't wanna do that. <laughs> yeah, that's such a great movie. I was one of those, I kinda like went into it, I was like, I'll just watch it, cause it's a cook, it's a movie about a like a food one. truck, and then like I went watch it, I'm like, this is actually really it's good. It's a fucking good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should was... totally watch the movie, Chef, if you haven't seen <laughs> Yeah, and what's his um, face? What's that yeah, dude? I was going to say, what's his face? You know, I, I remember reading, like, he went and took a bunch of culinary classes. So, like, when you, when so you see him like chopping, legit. he's actually... That's cool. It's actually him. Uh, what is that guy's name? John Favreau. John Favreau. Favreau. Yeah. John Favreau. Yeah, that's interesting. In other news, let's watch this video. Oh, I love this. Trails don't harm animals. First, I've heard about it. Be better for the environment. Uh, a cow or a crocodile or an alligator is not made to be a handbag or it's a car not. seat or a. I mean, if you can catch a gator. <laughs> I don't catch them. I buy them. Mm-hmm. Locks as traditional leather. They're made from that, that collagen protein. And we figured out a way to produce collagen that doesn't derive from animals. 
but what is it made of? That's what's interesting. Yeah, yeah I was like, going to say, like, they, they seem to be sk- skirting so around the concept of... biological engineered leather. Uh-huh. It's made of proteins, but they so don't... So is it like a thing that's grown like an algae, or...? I think maybe it was. Like, I'm a little concerned with things like, you know, they, they make jewelry out of former computer equipment. And I have a huge problem with that, because there's a lot of like toxic metals Silicon. that are used in <laughs> in computers so like what seems like a neat idea to like save the world is actually going to probably cause you to grow a third eye out your fucking butt yeah well it's not like That'd be it's not, not a lot of it's <laughs> if you're wallace and you just got groomed maybe yeah. i mean it's it, unless you ingest it it's not going to hurt you a lot of black well, computers your skin's porous and things so like if you're wearing but a bracelet all the time or a ring all yeah, the time you don't absorb it's... everything i mean if, if you did you splash water in yourself it would absorb right away your your skin's kind of a berry. Yeah, it, so it, you're saying I can get in the water in Santa Cruz? <laughs> yeah. You're getting however many parts per million. You have to. That's what you have to look at. But like, as far as I know, most of computers. I mean, I, I build I build computers, so it's it's all all the, the green stuff you see. That's silicon. That's naturally occurring. You use uh, solder. So solder. As long as you're not like ingesting it, it's not going to kill you. And um, gold. Gold is the big thing in a lot of computer technology. And that's the thing we were we're running into is we're running out of gold because we use it in all of our cell phones all of our computers because it's not in them their hills yep. so <laughs> yeah that, that's crazy yeah. huh so hawk all your jewelry no well, that's it, 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 just, it just looks tacky just don't do it <laughs> i'm not i'm not a big gold fan. and that's is gold tacky or jewelry oh let's talk about like the electronic like, oh. using like motherboards and stuff to make jewelry out of it's like it just doesn't look but that's interesting maybe that's why they have like those commercials in the midwest where they're like do you have a bunch of gold laying around the house grandma you can yeah. put this in an envelope and we'll send you cash yep huh that's interesting uh i'm trying to look at this website for modern meadows biologically engineered leather it was interesting though because i mean (laughs) it's kind of it kind of reminded me of um what is that company that makes fake mayonnaise oh um uh what the um, fuck was that you know what was crazy about that what the fuck was the name of that it was uh it was the egg their logo is an egg with a leaf in it what was weird about that product is it like had the texture right and it almost had the flavor right in such a way that you second guessed yourself you were like there's just something largely missing and i can't put my finger (laughs) on it and but you can it's weird that you can do all that stuff not mayo is it the not mayo maybe not that delicious (laughs) right magically undelicious anyways the point being, <laughs> they essentially produced a mayonnaise that was grown from it was chickens. A plant. It's it called was, mayonnaise. It was like, right? right? <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, it was not mayo. I can't believe it's not mayo. Uh. Anyway, so I thought it was interesting that there's like a biological way of producing leather. Now I was like, well, isn't that just like fake leather? Yeah. But I guess it's the texture is more real than le- like fake leather is yeah. i wonder if it has that smell though mm. that's that's what i'm wondering oh, yeah i wonder how much of that's the chemicals you know that's used in that process the tanning the tanning yeah chemicals and stuff oh, i love it <laughs> so but yeah it was it was interesting i mean it was only a little snippet on facebook so there's not a lot 
they are hiring. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that where they're getting the leather from? Right. Applicants. <laughs> it is soil and green. I see your little pyramid scheme. This is, this how, is to how to cook, to man. It. <laughs> it was interesting, though, because the beef industry, like the cattle industry, is one of the, it is, isn't it the industry that is the most pollutant? I would think so. If it's not the, it's definitely up there. Yeah, I'd say livestock in general is probably the most. Yeah. Because who doesn't like that warm, hot day drive to L.A.? Mm. Right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Take, insert Berlin, take my breath away. It's funny, I was sitting here, I'm like, you know, I don't really have that much leather in my life. And I'm like, the only time I can think of leathers, I hate it because you, know, you sit like a leather chair on a hot day. That's the worst fucking thing in the world. Right. <laughs> I love that, but I'm a sadist. So. Oh, terrible. Just stick to it. Oh, it says that the livestock industry is the largest user of land, but it's one of the highest producers of uh, Cow pollutants. And it's one of the largest users of water in the world. Oh, right. So, so almonds and cattle. California's falling off the face of the planet. Nope. Ocean but isn't California the home of soon. happy cows? <laughs> <laughs> These cows are happy. <laughs> but now I want to know what it is. Otherwise, I'm just keep saying that it's soil and green. Right. Well, it. I'm not gonna lie. Their website isn't. Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of dodging around. Talk. A little suspicious. <laughs> well, it's like you got to watch more videos. Uh, if you're gonna fuck around, I'm gonna try to find this Charlie Theron thing. <laughs> Welcome to the biofabrication age. <laughs> they're growing the the protein collagen and then they're using that to create a protein based fake animal skin but they are tanning it in more efficient ecological ways so so it may actually still have the same smell oh. if it's from the, the sweet sweet smell of collagen the sweet sweet smell of <laughs> well, I mean, I know that like there's different countries like starting to use like their fish skins because they've just been fishing their areas and not taking advantage oh, for, um, of their burn victims. No, I know that that's a thing, but what I'm discussing in particular is just a company that makes shoes. But oh, I was just thinking about burning Tyler's face off earlier and <laughs> covering him with fish skin later. <laughs> Fishman, I'll be the new Aquaman. <laughs> I get plus five movement speed in water. Uh-uh. So, yeah, we've got some some good recommendations out there. And Tyler's apparently shaving down under. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I don't think we have anything else going on. So, other than the fact that this fucking movie exists. <laughs> we will find this movie and we'll add it on at the end. Okay, I guess we're yeah. good. Yeah, I'm done. That's yeah. it. Let's go make some fucking pizza. Well, we didn't end on a deck joke. P E N I S. I love P E N I S. Thank you for listening. It was a time when the rules of society were changing and the nations of the world were at war. A time when a free spirit unleashed her passion. How many lovers have you had? Don't worry. I'm sure you have a menagerie of admirers. A scholar followed his heart. You have forsaken London for the city of life? It seems so. And an extraordinary woman brought them together. They don't remember the lesbianism? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently your subconscious did because you remembered the movie. <laughs> You're a very lucky man living with two beautiful women. The past and the future are irrelevant. The moment 
is everything. Yeah, because she becomes like a nurse. Yeah. It's the ants conversation too. He's like, no, I must. This country is at war with Germany. There will always be wars. That's why you have to live every minute as if it's your last. You live in a cocoon. You don't think about the world outside. I'm not going to let you go and get yourself killed. The line must be drawn. Fascism must be stopped. Forced to choose between desire and duty, they chose both. Dun, dun, dun. We grope towards our future blind. One by one, the bastard gone. There is an end to war. Head in the clouds. So, this just in, we concluded three hours later. <laughs> three hours later. What the name of the movie was, was Charlie's Theron, was... Head in the Clouds. We did it! Ding, 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 ding. Thank you for listening to this month's episode of Tripace Pod. Look forward to hearing our voices in your ear holes once again at the beginning of next month. Don't forget to like and subscribe to Tripace Pod on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud because it stimulates dopamine production in our brains every time you do. You can creep on us from afar at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at TriPacePod. And of course, check out show notes, contact information, and buy merch at TriPacePod.com. And as always, you're awesome. And then oh, I, I've got. I, I was really one, I was do reading. still have to pee. So oh, go pee. Okay. Get the pee out. Get the pee out. Where's the pee at? Where's the pee at? Where's the pee at?